Cryptocurrency has ushered in a new way for consumers and businesses to transfer value that is safe, transparent, and equalizing. However, as with any new technology, criminals are exploiting vulnerable citizens and businesses through scams and fraud, as well as leveraging cryptocurrency to transact illicit activities. That's presenting new challenges, but also new opportunities for state and local governments and law enforcement agencies. I'm Wyatt Cash for State Scoop, and here to talk about that today is Kat Faley, Director, State and Local Government at Chainalysis. Kat, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. So let me start with a foundational question. Given all the issues of concern to state and local government authorities, why should they pay greater attention to the evolution of cryptocurrencies? That's a great question. And there are a couple of key reasons. The first is that the global uh, crypto transaction volume has reached all-time highs last year at about $16 trillion. And that's an incredible amount of uh, money moving around the system. And with that, state and local government agencies need to make sure that they're paying attention to help protect consumers and their jurisdictions. It's also an opportunity for these uh, governments to attract new businesses to their jurisdictions with crypto businesses booming. And so it's really an economic development opportunity for governors and mayors as well. Well, that's interesting. So it sounds like cryptocurrencies present opportunities for economic development, uh, as well as new avenues, though, for fraud and abuse, right? So to talk a little, if you would, about the inherent chain of data associated with cryptocurrencies and why that's an important and how that can help state and local authorities on both fronts. Yeah, so there's this really common misconception that cryptocurrency transaction data is anonymous. And in fact, it's it's just the opposite. All of those transactions are recorded on a public blockchain ledger. It's essentially a record of transactions. So unlike traditional fiat currency like cash, cryptocurrency really presents state and local governments with this incredible opportunity regulators or law enforcement agencies can look at the blockchain and they can actually trace those transactions to better understand where funds are going and if there's any potentially risky activity or illicit activity associated with those transactions. That really doesn't exist um, in our traditional financial system to the same extent as it does with cryptocurrency. So, Kat, one of the questions that I think is in the minds of many authorities is individuals can mask their identities, use phantom IP addresses, etc. So even if you have a public ledger, how do you go about finding the identity for some of this criminal activity? That's a really great question. So what Chainalysis is doing is we are providing attribution of cryptocurrency wallets to their known services. And what I mean by that is there are a lot of uh, organizations or businesses that are facilitating the majority of this transactional volume. An example of that would be a cryptocurrency exchange where you or I could open up an account, connect our bank account, and then buy essentially cryptocurrency with our cash in our bank account. So that's a very common type of example of an organization that's facilitating these transactions. The way that you're able to get attribution is in tracing the flow of funds, ideally to a point of destination or origination 
like that, like that crypto exchange. And the reason for this is because many of the ones that, well, the ones that operate in the United States are U.S. compliant. And with that, they're collecting important know your customer information about the folks who open up accounts on their platforms. So with that, you know, if a law enforcement agency is able to trace funds and identify that they've gone to a given cryptocurrency exchange, that agency can then contact that company and say, hey, you know, with legal process, can you tell us the identity of that account holder? That's a very common workflow that we see that's been really successful in helping to identify criminals or scammers that are taking funds from victims. And eventually they want to cash out their crypto uh, at one of these exchange type businesses. Well, there's still a lot of debate on how federal authorities plan to regulate cryptocurrencies. So uh, tell us a little about why should state and local authorities be thinking ahead about them uh, at this point? It really comes back to the consumers in these jurisdictions, right? So state and local governments have to care about what's happening to their constituents. And at the end of the day, all crime has a local nexus, meaning it would happen in these states and local government areas. So really, these agencies need to be thinking about how to protect their citizens, how, how from a reputational perspective as well, they can be perceived to being ahead of the curve as it relates to cryptocurrency. The other aspect is these tools, especially for law enforcement, can be used to help consumers recover stolen funds or even disrupt any type of criminal activity that might be taking place in their jurisdiction. In addition, state and local agencies can also potentially recover stolen funds from victims, as well as seize criminal assets from cryptocurrency cases as a way to almost self-fund their agencies. And finally, the other thing is a lot of people think about crypto as this digital platform, which is certainly true. But we also know that there are almost 35,000 cryptocurrency ATMs which are physical devices located in grocery stores and gas stations all across the United States. So a lot of people have access to cryptocurrency in a way that maybe governments aren't thinking about. And for that reason, really is something that uh, these agencies need to be staying ahead of. That's a very interesting measure of the progress cryptocurrencies have made. Uh, didn't realize that about the ATM machines. Um, back to the state and local authority questions. Can you know, given the rather technical nature of blockchain, what are your recommendations on on how state and local authorities should get prepared for the growing presence of cryptocurrencies and and the technology requirements that they may need to consider? I think the biggest thing is the educational piece. You know, this is a new technology, and it might seem a little bit scary to new agencies looking at it, but there are a lot of great resources out there to help get you that foundational understanding of what cryptocurrency is, what is a blockchain, and what does that really mean? Uh, here at Chainalysis, we have a series of really excellent trainings and certifications. One to highlight is our cryptocurrency fundamentals course. The other aspect is the tools. So because cryptocurrency is public information, Anyone can view those transactions using a public blockchain explorer. 
So you can literally Google public blockchain explorer and start to poke around and look at what these transactions are. That can start to get you that exposure and familiarity with cryptocurrency. Then if you want to take it to the next level, there are a variety of blockchain analysis tools that can help you do the deeper tracing of cryptocurrencies, especially as it relates to a consumer complaint around a scam or a fraud. And that's really where chain analysis can help state and local agencies get equipped to do these types of investigations and consumer complaints. Are there any examples of cities or states that you know have moved forward in this direction that you can talk about? Yeah. So what's really interesting is uh, a lot of things that are happening at the city level, both in Miami and New York. So Mayor Suarez has been very vocal about trying to bring in crypto businesses and taking a paycheck in crypto. We've heard similar things in the city of New York as well. And then in terms of our customers, uh, we work with state and local government agencies across the United States. I would just add that there's a lot of opportunity with cryptocurrency. It really helps to bring in more uh, innovation on the financial system, as well as inclusion, given sort of the lower barriers to entry. But with that, there's a responsibility that state and local governments have to take to continue protecting their consumers and constituents. Uh, And so while cryptocurrency has these opportunities and challenges, there's definitely a lot of great things that can happen with it. Well, Kat Faley, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some of your insights on how cryptocurrencies is really becoming pretty commonplace and more importantly, an area that state and local officials really need to be considering as they plan for the future. Thank you so much. 